Welcome to another episode of Build My Brand. My name is Jessica Vanderslice, and I am the CEO and founder of a personal branding company called iFormat. I am also the author of Building a Strong Personal Brand, where I help you navigate your professional profile to the top of recruitment searches and help you reconcile this new era of technology and how you can compete in today's market, merging technology with psychology. Welcome back to Build My Brand. I am your host, Jessica Vanderslice. Today, we're talking about quite an impassioned and controversial topic. How many pages do you need for a CV or a resume? Now, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to refer to CV and resume as profile, so I don't have to mention both. We already know that in terms of the differences between the two, a resume is a shorter version of a uh, profile and a CV is a more lengthier version needed for more sort of subject matter expertise in the medical field, for instance, or even the teaching fields. But for today's purposes and for the podcast, I'm going to refer to them both as profile. Um, One of the things I quite often hear when I'm speaking to people, especially when I was in recruitment, is that I don't really need a profile. I don't need to, I'm not even looking, I'm quite happy. And I wanted to discuss that controversy today because you don't really just need a profile for a job. That's not the one thing it's necessary for or relevant for. What they can be relevant for are board roles that you would like to apply for, advisory roles. They could be for committee roles. They could even be relevant for speaking at uh, conferences or online events um, as a subject matter expert or even internal applications for promotions or for that job that you had your eye on internally. It can also be used as a business document when companies are applying for bid opportunities and they need to showcase the people that would be working on their portfolios. Now, let's quickly discuss the two pages, or what I would recommend is two pages. Two pages are all you need. I remember a couple of years ago when I was living in South Africa, this was over a decade ago, they had moved from a six or seven page profile to a one page document where everything was squeezed into small boxes. Very difficult to read. You couldn't navigate to where the most important aspects of the profile was. Now that is no longer the case. Two pages are what you need. And I wanted to discuss a quick statistic, which is something I don't honestly agree with, but it's unfortunate that it does happen. Recruiters take anywhere between six to seven seconds to scan a CV. And this is to identify whether they want to spend more time investing in this profile. So letting go of that five or 10 page document, I know it can be very hard, but this is the time where you need to understand that you are no longer in competition with people anymore. You are in competition with systems. And statistically, um, you will find over 250 applications for one job. And how do you navigate your profile to the top of recruitment searches? And the way I've structured the advice and tips for today is uh, what we'll discuss is steps to getting your profile noticed, one, online, um, and two, what do you want to achieve with two pages? So let's go through some of the steps that you want to take to get your profile noticed. Some of the first things you need to understand is systems, systems, and systems. ATS, which is applicant tracking software, which is integrated into recruitment tools to help uh, 
steer the right or most relevant profiles to the top of a, of a recruitment search. So some of the things we want to discuss is how can you get your profile ATS compliant as well as make a really big impact in those six to seven seconds. So steps to getting your profile noticed. The first thing is elegance and organization of your profile show that you have great attention to detail. Focus on spelling mistakes, focus on how everything is indented, focus on the length of your sentences, of your duties. The second thing is don't place anything that distracts from the most important thing, which is content. So remove pictures and graphics and art and anything that distracts from the content. The third one is ensure that you have at least anywhere between five to maybe seven bullet points explaining your recent roles in a brief and concise manner. Fourth, numbers matter. Wherever possible on your profile, include statistics. You want to be able to show your impact in the business. If it's not that, if your role isn't that senior, I usually indicate that what has been your impact in your personal role or what has been the impact in the department. Fifth is brag about yourself, show your achievements, show your talk about your success stories. Sixth is if you have any gaps in your profile, you need to explain gaps. This is one of the most important things I feel people struggle with. It is being able to say, what have you been doing in the last two years? And whether that is looking after family uh, or becoming a homemaker or taking a sabbatical or traveling, you need to be able to have something in that area that explains the gap. And this will just help with avoiding unnecessary questions during interviews um, that you may not want to spend too much time on. I'd rather want to spend the time talking to somebody about their experience and their working um, aspirations rather than figuring out what has happened during this uh, sabbatical or during this gap. And lastly, but certainly not least, is the necessary education and certification. I would do your research. So for roles, you would look at what kind of education and well, education is always going to be important, but certifications, you need to you need to be able to dissect and see what's gonna be relevant. So some of the profiles that I've seen, they have hundreds of training and some just have one or two. So a way to guide yourself is if it's internationally recognized, it's relevant for the profile. If it's recent, it's relevant for the profile. And in some cases, I would look at roles. If that particular certification would look well in for when, I'm, when I'm applying for that role, I would certainly add it to the profile. Right, so let's move on to what you want to achieve with just two pages. Now, we don't want to overwhelm the readers. Remember, hiring, hiring man managers and recruiters get hundreds of profiles per day for roles. So this is your opportunity to showcase your best, but still leave them wanting more. So you don't have to put everything on a, on a profile. You just need to put enough to stimulate further interest. So don't give them everything on the first go. Leave them wanting more. Show hiring managers and recruiters that it will be what it will be like to engage with you, what it will be like to work with you. Great attention to detail, a brief, concise and clear type of communication style is going to be key. And finally, elegance and professionalism in the language require recruiters to understand to understand your work. So a lot of the times I'm dealing with 
subject matter experts and language can become extremely technical so technical that i cannot understand what it is that they do unless i have to ask certain questions to understand or to build some form of understanding i want you to remember that not everybody's first languages are going to be english and not everybody is going to have uh, a lot of experience and knowledge to form opinions and understanding of what it is that you do. So we want to be able to bring forth language that's going to feel make people feel comfortable and have an enjoyable experience when they're reading your profile. So I do quite like it when people have less technical language and more of a natural style of language um, in their profiles. And I've dealt with people that have worked in artificial intelligence, in the medical field, and the engineering field. And we have, we have, there are ways to find more natural ways of communicating and building your, the understanding of what it is that you do. Preparing your profile for the outside world can be daunting. And in this brave new world, adapting to change is a reality. The old ways of writing a profile, writing and submitting a profile just won't do. So we need to know what kind of changes we need to be making to get ahead of our competition. And I'm talking about not just people, but systems. So let's, let's do a recap of some of the things you need to consider while preparing your profile. There are four things that, that is uh, covered in today's podcast. The first thing is making sure that your profile is applicant tracking systems or software compliant. An online screening software tool that actually sorts your profile is going to focus on keywords. It's going to focus on anything that's going to place you above everybody else. So in terms of an HR profile, you need to be able to know what kind of keywords are going to be relevant for that. And you need to be talking about your personal experience, nothing to do with what you haven't done before. Make sure the, the second thing is make sure that your, your profile is mobile friendly. With work becoming more and more home friendly and travel friendly, mobile phones are a quick and easy way to have a quick look at the profile. So make sure it's, it's mobile friendly. Third thing, saying less is more. A two page profile is all you need. Bear in mind that your profile is supposed to be a summarized version of your experience. You don't need everything on it. Um, we want to stimulate them. We want to say, oh, this is an interesting profile. I want to know more. And it stimulates that phone call. And finally, utilize natural language. If you cannot explain it clearly, it creates difficulty in understanding it. So refrain from using harsh technical language. It's been great catching up with you and I will speak to you next week. Have a great evening.